Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleMania Week here at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hello and welcome to another special in WrestleMania Week. This week we are joined here to review what is going on later on tonight on NXT TakeOver New Orleans. I am your host today. I'm stepping out the EP chair. I'm Quackeraji. For once, I thought I'll host the show because NXT is my favourite brand in the current WWE brands. I am joined by, I would like to say, the dream team of wrestling podcasts. We're going to kick off with our supreme leader. Our main host is Stephen Wilson. How are you doing, Stephen? Not bad. How's yourself? Ah, uh, cannot complain, cannot complain. Um, uh, moving on to another regular panellist. He is the mad scientist. I'm only saying that because I'm jealous as I'm a failed scientist. He is uh, James Murphy. How you doing, James? Not bad yourself, Quicker. Uh, cannot complain, cannot complain. Uh, moving on now. He is the Sultan of the What Would Strack Do movement. He is the table bashing Stephen Strachan. How you doing, Stephen? <laughs> Thank you for that intro. Ah, <laughs> uh, cannot complain. Uh, moving on. She is the bath bomb princess, the luscious girl around. It is Sarah Grieve. How you doing, Sarah? That was amazing. Thank you. Nah, that's what I do. <laughs> that was like my first intro. I like that. I'm keeping that. There you go. Uh, I, I want 10% of all future royalties. Um, um, I can swing that. <laughs> and moving on, fresh from a hot night DJ at a wedding. That surprisingly didn't have an end like a WWE wedding. It's this Ryan Galker. How you doing, Ryan? Not bad. How are you guys? Is all right? Ah, we all good. We all good. Are we all good? Ready for yeah. NXT Takeover? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Big time. Good stuff. And as per usual, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at Suplex Retweet. Give us a wee follow. Give us a wee re- uh, like. Follow our stories. Get involved. Communicate with the panelists. Let us know your thoughts and everything we talk about. So, shall we get down to the brass tacks and get straight on to talk about NXT Takeover? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Now, the first thing I would like to talk about. This is a kind of thing with NXT Takeover. You always see a wrestler that's just signed on to NXT <laughs> that appears on the front row of the crowd to name a few, especially when Drew. Galloway or McIntyre now appeared on the front crowd. Nobody was more surprised than what culture when they saw <laughs> it. <their champion. laughs> yeah, like watching it, it's like, oh, there's our champion. We had no idea. So I would just like to ask all of you. I'm going to kick off with Stephen. Who would you like to see joining the NXT roster? Who would you like to see in the front row tomorrow? See, there's lots of names I would like to see, but mm-hmm. I, I know they're not going to happen. So you get the likes of Osprey, Skrull, all those type of guys in Japan. Uh, but I couldn't really think who would actually, who they could probably get. The only name I could think of, and it's one based on the rumours I've seen this week, is James Storm. Okay. Ooh. There's a lot of rumours he was backstage in Raw, and obviously he's got a co- uh, he's a free agent technically. So yeah. and he's been there before. 
for a couple of appearances, so I think that's quite plausible that he'll be there. Interesting one. Um, any thoughts of yourself, James, on this one? Well, I mean, someone who has been in the second someone could sign would be Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah. But I'd like to see his, his departing from ICW. I'd like to see Joe Coffey go over. Uh, mm -hmm. He but is your friend, after all. You did interview him. Scary man. <laughs> but no, look like <laughs> Built like a tank, you know, but like, nah, someone who's been on the floor, Zack Sabre Jr., I'd say would be a bet that wouldn't be surprising to see. Yeah, I would imagine seeing that in King there. Everyone knows I'm a big fan of him. Uh, how about yourself, Strack? Anyone you'd like to see um, show up on NXT TakeOver? See, it, uh, for the NXT, I would like just one person I'd actually like to to mm. the, the tag division a bit better. No, that's good just now, but I'd love to see Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Oh, okay. It's an interesting Dave. one there. Dave I imagine that would be the speedy error versus the motorcycle machine guns. So, you, there you go. He's already lined <laughs> up for opponents for them. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's why he is the sultan of the Walt Distractor movement. And um, <coughs> moving on, Sarah, who would you like to see yourself? Um, well, there's a few. Um, obviously, you're thinking back to me, Young Classic. Loads and loads of women. Mm. I would love to see Viper. Amen. She's um, and if not, probably the high priestess that is Isla Dawn. Obviously, okay. she was featured on Raw. She did great on that show, and considering it was extremely last minute, mm -hmm. she did brilliant. I would love to see her. Good stuff, good stuff. I'm loving the names. I'm getting some good names here. And also some names that I never, like, obviously that are good, but I never really thought of, if you know what I mean. Um, how about yourself, Ryan? Who would you like to see? Well, I said this one during the week in the group chat that we had. Um, Kayleigh Ray. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. t t tell me this: Have we ever had a, a girl turn up? A sorry, a girl, a female <laughs> turn up in the crowd at NXT? It tends to mostly be yeah. male superstars. Did, did, did Asuka not do it? I want to say Kyrie Sane did. Mm -hmm. did. Did they both and do it? Yeah, Candice LeRae. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. Um, they're starting to do it more and more now. Right. But yeah, you're right. Like it hasn't been done as much in the past, but it's starting to happen now. Well, you, you, um, you know, in the you, last year, really. Well, you've seen Kaylee getting news before. Um, yeah, with Nia Jax. stuff. Yeah, it's stuff like that. You know, could you imagine her having a run for the title uh, next year? Exactly. That, yeah. that would be exciting. I would. I would watch that. Mm -hmm. Well, we can only hope that we see these names and. Um, Maybe we should speak to our regular panellist, uh, David Hockney, to speak to the WWE board to get them on board. <laughs> um, David, so... David doesn't know who half these people are. Okay, <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good point, actually. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll see if we can get another board member involved in that one. Um, so now that we got that one out the uh, road, uh, some interesting names there. If you have any views, maybe reply to us uh, at Suplex Retweet and let us know who you would like to see in the crowd. Um, okay, so we're now going to move, as I say, onto the brass tacks of TakeOver New Orleans. Now we're going to kick straight off with the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Um, it's just been announced this week that it will be a triple threat uh, between Undisputed Era, represented by Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly because of Bobby Fish's uh, injury. They'll be facing off against the Offers in Pain, Akam and Rizar, and uh, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. So, just want to kick off, first of all, talking about Undisputed Era's run and the lead-up to the um, to this match. What have you thought of the run? 
Um, I'm going to go backwards on this one, so I'm going to go to Ryan, first of all. Yep, definitely. So, when Undisputed Era first came in, um, mm-hmm. initially I thought, great, what an entrance the two of them had. You know, you've seen Fish and O'Reilly to begin with, and you thought, great, superb. And then right at the very end, they appear again. Boom, there he is. Baby, right at the very end. <laughs> smash, <laughs> smash, smashes some faces, takes some prisoners, does what he does best, finishes the, the show. And ever since then, you know, everybody knows how well they've done since they came in. They've, they've kicked on. They've, you know, they've won the titles. Adam Cole, un- probably, you know, future NXT champion, quite easily. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, they've smashed it since they come in. In my opinion, good sir. Lights are for open. Anyone got any views on like anything um, they would like to highlight about Undisputed Era's run so far? Their match in the War Games takeover. Oh, oh. I mean, War Games there you go. War, War Games claxon right there. I'm gonna say it every time because it was just such a good <laughs> pay per view match. Yep, carry on, James. It was essentially just a showcase of like what a tag team division can culminate in. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most entertaining tag matches I've watched in a really long time. I mean, you've got how good New Day and the Usos are against each other, but this was three teams who just came together and made something absolutely explosive. So, mm-hmm. I think a big impact to that is the idea that Undisputed Era were there to sort of disrupt the tag team division, not add to it. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing that you got from their push. Yeah, like for me, like uh, War Games was one of the, f- the first triple threat tag teams that I got genuinely so excited for since the likes of like TLC 1 and 2 and all that. The original mm-hmm. TLC match, so it was it's such a huge match. Anyone got anything they would like to add on to that? Demo Swally in the key, that was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm like, ah, big man, well done. <laughs> I, I would, I would say uh, we weren't going to touch on that with uh, obviously the ladder match. I would say Kelly Dean did have such a great showing in that match. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. the table moment, and yes, swallowing the key <laughs> as you do. <laughs> um, so really, like the next point I've got here down here is. Um, obviously, we got a tag team in the final that weren't really a tag team to begin with, and there's the team of Roderick Strong and, P- and WWE UK champion Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight. Uh, just like to ask everyone, would you have put them two together in the first place? No, you- no, no, no. I wouldn't no. have done. It. I wouldn't have done it. No. You know, it's one of those things, like, I like the odd couple pairing. It worked with Sheamus and Cesaro, and it's working for them. Yeah. Uh, it's good seeing Pete Dunn do the begrudging, raising their hands and clapping each other in the shoulder. It's nice to see that sort of thing, but I am disappointed. I am disappointed we didn't get British Strong Style. Well, Pete, yeah. I, that's, that's the thing. Like, Pete obviously took the spot away from his two mates. Like, thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it could... It, it does fit. It could have went, like... Well, I could tag with Trent, you know, with mates, but no, I'm going to trend with, with this guy, Roderick Strong. Do you know, do you know, guys, Pete Dunne should not be in a tag team. No, 100%. Nah. 100%. Nah. Except for the, the only reason that he's in this, and I'm, I'm quite happy for it, is that we see him more on NXT, but mm. he should not be in a tag team. You see him coming out, he comes out, he's a one-man thing, and then you put him in a room with Roderick Strong, who's completely different from him, and it just it looks a bit strange to me. I've never seen a man do so many backbreakers in my life. <laughs> <But> yes, <laughs> he could he could pull a backbreaker for me anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and that well that 
I think you guys have already answered this question. This was going to be the next part of my question. Um, do, would would you keep them together, or do you keep get them going in their separate ways now? Separate ways. I uh, probably keep them separate. I think they're going to win the belts. Oh really? I, yeah, because I offers think... are playing are getting called up, and they're not going to keep it on undisputed era. That was that was going to be my next point. So <laughs> it seems it seems likely authors are paying to get called up. That, that's exactly the next question. So, would you all think, like, given uh, offers of pain in their run as tag team, they've already been champions, they've already won the Dusty Rhodes Classic, they're now chasing their, their second triumph in it. Um, do you think, um, do you think um, a spot on Raw or SmackDown is the next stop for them? Could you imagine Monday Night on Raw, AOP debut against Braun and Brain Strowman? <laughs> could you imagine that? Uh, you could put them in the uh, they could be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. True. Yeah, but who would uh, win as a tu- as a duo? Yeah, but then Mojo Rawley knocks them both out. Nah, uh, that 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 won't be Mojo. That'll be bloody what's his face the NFL. Big Gronkowski. Gronk. The big Gronk. Or Shaq. One of the two. <laughs> Fair it is, fair it is. So I, I, I think, uh, generally, I think you're all kind of saying this is their last hurrah, so to speak, in NXT, and you're kind of saying the next stop for them is Raw or SmackDown. Am I right in thinking that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. The bad thing is, if they go, I mean, look at the Ascension. Mm-hmm. If they go to Raw, they go to SmackDown, and they just get ruined, you're like, oh, it's just like the NXT. That won't happen with AOP. AOP are miles ahead of the Ascension. The Ascension I was actually bored with in NXT. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It, like th- They've got a good thing going. They've got a good gimmick going. But you've seen when they got to the main roster, it failed miserably. AOP, I reckon, two big guys smashing people about week in, week out. It's, it's going to win. Do you know what I've heard? And I'm like, this could be good if it is a true rumour. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ascension... It, if Alistair Black's going to take the title, Ascension's going back to NXT to be with Alistair Black. Horrible. That's, I've wow. seen this idea and I thought it could be good or it could be horrendous. So, so kind of like uh, SDS uh, Legion Part 2 ver- version 2.0 kind of thing? I thought uh, I'd a Ministry of Darkness type thing. I don't think that would be, I don't think be very good. I know, it's I just know, a rumour I've seen ages ago, uh, f- f- two weeks ago. I thought could be good or it could be horrendous. I can yeah. mention a long gone. I think they're done. Yeah. Aye. As soon as you put somebody away, um, Fandango, that's it. They fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's interesting. So now I'm going to go to each and every one of you. And I'm, I'm going to do this with every match we do. I'm going to ask two-part question. Who you want to win and who do you think will win? And I say that because I'm, I'm a big NXT fan at the moment and it's hard for me to pick who I want to win. <laughs> so it's more for me. So uh, I'm going to kick off with Steven, first of all. Who do you want to win and who do you think will win? Uh, I want... Uh, well, I don't think Undisputed there will be as a team because of this. So I think Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne for both. Okay. Uh, James? Yeah, I'm actually on the same page for that one. Okay. And Strat? I, uh, I want AOP to win. Okay. But they won't. They'll, they'll obviously lose it, so I think it'll probably go to Undisputed Era. 
interesting. And Sarah? No, I, I completely agree. As always. I think it's going to go to Pete and Dan, uh, Pete and Roderick, but obviously I love Undisputed Era. Obviously, like Adam Cole is my baby. Adam um, Cole, baby. He is my baby. <laughs> um, and I would love it to stay with them because they have been doing great, but I, yeah. I don't see it. I think obviously they're loving Pete Dunne, so they're going to put another belt on him, and I don't see why not. Okay, interesting. And you're Ryan, fine. Yeah, well, if you think about it, authors of pain, are they going to give it to them for a second time, the Dusty Classic? I, I very much doubt it, especially mm-hmm. with everything they're going to go up. Undisputed Era, they've got other things coming. Cole, we'll go on in this new second. I think he's got bigger things coming. So, strong and done. It's got to be. Interesting there. Um, for me, personally, I, I don't know. Um, I think I would like to see Roderick and Pete Dunne win. Um, I think it's more because Pete Dunne, UK thing and everything. Who I think will win, uh, I think Undisputed Era will win. So that's I'm going for a, a, a UE retain on that one. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on. And we're going to move on to the inaugural NXT North American Championship match. Uh, it features a, mat, a ladder match and it's between Adam Cole, EC3. Um, I must say EC3. Do you not think his Twitter handle looks like their Alec3? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, versus Kelly Dane, uh, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. So obviously, GC3 will have his first match returning to NXT, and this will be Ricochet's first match in NXT. Just looking to see what y'all think, who, uh, what the, what they would bring to NXT and to this match. Uh, I'm going to start off with Sarah this time around. Well, see, I love Ricochet. Absolutely love him. It's, obviously, I, I love that high flying, obviously slash technical ability that he does have. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I think we've lost quite a few of the high flyers from NXT in recent months. So that's what I'd be loving to see. Is just obviously bringing back that high flying style. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I'll move on to Strack. Um, <coughs> to win it, I would. Probably. Are you asking that question yet? Uh, no, just what you think oh, EC3 yeah. <laughs> and Ricochet will bring um, as like re-debuting or debuting in NXT. Well, EC3 is a lot more polished and a lot more upgraded because the last time he was in NXT he was Derek Bateman. Yeah. Ooh. And he looked horrendous. It just didn't look, <laughs> just didn't look right. No. But he's now a lot more polished, a lot better look. I've seen him in TNA, a lot better wrestler. Ricochet, I've watched him quite a bit in Lucha Underground, and mm-hmm. it's really impressive. So it's kind of there's nothing really they can they can they can't make it any what they can't make it bad. Put it that way. Yeah, there's nothing they can do wrong. And and it does like when they showed up. Well, EC3 showed up last week uh, to do a promo with William Regal, and Ricochet showed up this week at the end of NXT. Uh, when all six had the face off, it was incredible. Just the reaction to them and their names being chanted, and it was just such a great moment. Um, gonna move on to you, James. What were your thoughts on the two of them started out this week? EC3 brings that corporation style, arrogant smugness that they lost when Bobby Roode went up to the main roster. Okay, yeah. Not in a, not not comparing them in a bad way, just saying. You know, that's, that is exactly what he brings, especially his debut did show that's exactly what he was going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Ricochet, I've seen the man pull off some incredible stuff. He does a, There's a, a clip of him doing a drop kick, uh, a delayed drop kick, where he jumps in the middle of the ring and he actually just sort of floats through the air, 
Mm-hmm. It's the guy that does an effortless moonsault. He, he's, he's kind of a, a high flyer that you've not seen since Neville. You know, if Neville if Neville's the man that Gravity forgot, then Ricochet's the guy he never met. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's some crazy stuff that he can pull out. So yeah, he'll bring he'll bring something that they're actually missing just now. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. How about yours, for Stephen? How what what do you kind of feel about this? Uh, well, I kind of well one thing about EC three is he survived the Fandango curse that Ryan mentioned from his previous time in NXT. <laughs> Nobody survives that. <laughs> no, EC uh, three is incredible as a heel, and I think he brings so much to the to the NXT. He's just he's so much more polished in the ring. He's just so good on the mic. Uh, I'm disappointed they never got his TNA theme tune. I would love to have seen him bring that. Mega, uh, Ricochet, phenomenal. Even though he lost to Lewis Garvin, <laughs> but yeah, oh, incredible match there. Oh though. yeah, uh, oh, brilliant. But no, I think that that spot so springboard into the crowd is uh, oh, 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 brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, but, folks. But no, I think they um, they had a good bit of star power to the match. Absolutely. And how about you, Ryan? What are your kind of thoughts? EC3, I'm not overly fussed about. To be honest with you. Oh, really? Um, from watching him in TNA, I think it's one of these characters that's uh, an over-the-top, I'm the best character in the whole wide world type thing, which doesn't usually fall much substance. I'm quite happy to be proven wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricochet, everybody knows Ricochet, the point to be made so far about him being high-flying, NXT is lacking that just now. That'll be good. The only fear I've got for Ricochet is that when they eventually punt him up, he goes to 205 Live and disappears at the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Which is the only fear I've got for him actually coming to WWE. Yeah, I can see it be more of a hindrance long term than a than a positive. There is that fear, my man. Like I'll be honest, um, I've not seen EC3 in TNA. Like I, I'm not, I've not watched TNA myself personally. But I will say this for somebody that I've never seen before, I'm actually really excited as to what he can bring. I don't know if, if it's maybe just the personality he carried and. Just the way the crowd went nuts for him when he was at, when he kind of did that whole thing of appearing at uh, takeover crowd. I did like that, so I'm really glued to what is going to happen with him. Mm-hmm. Ricochets, ricochet. I don't need to say anything on that. He's just incredible. <laughs> was CCT not related to Dixie Carter for a while? Yeah, that, that's the C. <laughs> I that's think Carter the third. Yeah, it stands for Carter. The C. Can, can we forget that? Yeah, is that? Well, they have. They have. Good. The, the Until they're just there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's, she's rumoured to be one of the candidates for the U SmackDown GM. Oh, please don't. <laughs> there you go. They're all to come up on the Roundup show and the next show after this one. So keep glued and stay uh, listening to Suplex Retweet. Now, on to the next one. I'm going to throw this open for everyone to just kind of chip in. Uh, let's talk about. Kelly Day, or as we like to love and know him as Big Demo. Um, is it his time now? After such a great showing at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania 33, and also his great showing at War Games and swallowing that key, <laughs> is it now his time? And I'll throw this open to everyone. I think that they're going to do that thing where him and Lars Sullivan take each other out of the match because they're both so big. Mm-hmm. And that'll be it. They'll, they'll like crash into each other, like, <laughs> like they'll be. It'll let someone, one of the smaller guys, climb that ladder. I think is definitely what they're going for. Yeah, I think if Kelly yeah. Dane is ready to go up, which I think he is, probably ready to go up to the main, the main card. Do you take him out of Santa or do you put Santa up? 
No, I think Sanity will go up. I yeah. Think yeah. I think we'll see them on Monday or Tuesday. Sanity is one of the most popular factions out there in wrestling terms, so I think they've got to keep them together, really. No, no, no. I was going to say Sanity, I think, have to move as a unit, especially if you're going to keep the sort of opposing force that they have along with Killian Dane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting there. Interesting. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of what he's doing at the moment. Uh, I personally think it's his time um, to do it. And uh, speaking of this, uh, big destructive forces, we did bring him up uh, briefly. Lars Sullivan. He is just back from injury. What would you expect from Lars? And um, is this maybe more of an opportunity for him to build up a rivalry, to build up a run after his injury? What do you all think? I'm not crazy about Lars Sullivan. Okay, oh, uh, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I like how you all waited for one person to see it. <laughs> the only good thing he's got going for him is obviously his size and his theme tune, which is quite good. Oh, but I don't know. It's, it's, the, and the, the way he does his entrance with the light, I love that. Yeah, sorry, James. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's exactly what I'm going for. Like, mm. He's got a good production, but... As for him himself, I don't know, he's got... I'd like him to shave the beard. That would help. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't offer anything that Kelly and Dane doesn't, but Kelly and Dane's doing it better. Okay. So I'd expect, I'd expect Kelly and Dane if they were to, to go together like that. Okay. Good stuff. Um, all great stuff there. Um, and moving on slightly, um, we've got the Velveteen Dream. Um, he has <laughs> a... <laughs> he is a heel with a huge buy-in from the fans, and he had a great 17, obviously picking up the award for um, Best Rivalry with Alistair Black. What do we expect from the Velveteen Dream? Would you class the Dream as a heel? But yes. yes. Yeah. Would you? Because I see him as one of these guys that just kind of floats in between, who who touches on heel, but you can't help but like him. A bit, on, a bit like Lesnar, not obviously size-wise, because he's nothing compared to Lesnar. But you know what I mean? Lesnar's meant to be the heel character, but nobody actually hates Lesnar, really. Mm. I, see, I see him kind of floating in about there. See, like, when, when he had this rivalry with Alistair Black, he did things like tie up Alistair in the ropes, which is a very much a heel thing to do, yeah. and just repeatedly slap him and say, say my name, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> which, and, and it's, in itself, sounds weird, but in context, it was actually quite good. Um, but I love that. It, it was that. great. Uh, I mean, um, but I think he is. He he does do heel tactics, but it's just because mm-hmm. it's such a weird character and people have bought into it that people like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is brilliant. He's for his age, especially, and the fact he came through tough enough. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's credit to how much work he's put in. It's mm-hmm. also the fact that, like, see, you, you saw him as Patrick Clark before, and just the way that he's actually reinvented himself. In mm-hmm. the best possible way, it's the best thing he could have ever done, and I honestly see him as like the complete dark horse for this. He might actually run away with us. Oh really? Well, I was going to say that myself. I actually can see. You know, you look at WrestleMania 32, who won the ladder match. Mm-hmm. Exactly that that type thing. They they te- they send. Sorry again. They tend to go with a guy who's a bit of an outsider. You look at everybody there. They've all got viable cases except from Dream. So why would he not win it? No, totally, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think Dream all the way. See, because like Alfie, uh, like I, okay, I was speaking. I, I was thinking maybe because of, of the fact I've not seen EC3 before wrestle. I've just seen from what what's happened in NXT, 
I was kind of thinking this was the opportunity for him to build a rivalry with EC3. You've got two kind of showmen going at it. Or am I wrong to think that? No, no. not really. I mean, who doesn't mean that? That doesn't mean that the title can't be involved, though. Exactly. But I was seeing that more the EC3 angle is more the premise of this fight for them to be in it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to size all six of them up and just kind of see who can build a rivalry on the back of this. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just thinking that obviously, you know, with obviously with EC3 at the moment, he is in the 1%. Obviously, Velvet mm-hmm. is going to probably do something to sort of hurt his pride and he's mm-hmm. going to just snap and come after him and just obviously on that because he's just like, wait a minute, no, you don't do that to me. And off he goes. I'd love mm-hmm. to see that. <laughs> I think you're looking for Kwaku is to see it unlike creative. You're trying to see what's going to happen after this because mm-hmm. a lot of guys who have, have done interviews said, "Oh, I had this massive rivalry, I had this massive match," and then went to creative and says, "Right, what am I doing now?" Mm-hmm. And they went, eh, "We've got nothing." Oh, really? Happened to see him punk with Undertaker. He says, "Right, what did I do after this?" And then we went, "Um, you can leave." Right, right back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Aye, right back." That sounds like a fun plan. And. Um, Interesting points there. Uh, moving, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm loving this. I can I'll, go on I'll forever. Right I, I know. And we could go on forever. I need to bring up obviously Sarah's baby Adam Cole. Happy now day. he is potentially fighting two matches. I mean, we don't know. They may pull an undisputed era style trickery. <laughs> I don't know. But for the moment, we've just got to assume that he's fighting twice. Adam Cole, what do you fancy his chances in this? I think he's an obvious option mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. it. I think it, but I think it's also far too obvious. Yeah, Adam Cole will, yeah. will win it. Yeah, totally. um, especially I... if they've not got uh, Bobby Fish. Cut the Sorry, jump in there. If they don't get Fish <laughs> Fish there for a while. He's going to be the undisputed era. Yeah, yeah so he's not going to he... be involved heavily in that match. I don't no, think. Definitely not. Food and interested. Will we see Sanity get involved in this at all? Do you think? I though? hope Nikki Cross just comes in and just, you know, beats the living daylights out of half of them. <laughs> oh, she, oh she, she beats somebody when they're on the ladder. Exactly. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> it does seem strange that Sanity are not really on the cards. I know. Mm-hmm. And they're such a, I don't know, almost like a faction that you'd think something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross has been gone for too long. Uh, obviously, we've seen. Uh, Wolf and Young, but I reckon we could see them. They'll probably take Adam Cole out of the match. That'll that'll stop him. Interesting, their point. Uh, okay, I'm gonna move it on, and I'm gonna push you for who you want to win and who you think will win. Um, this time, I am gonna start off with Strack. Um, who I want to win? And my who big mate Demo. I've knew Demo for years. He's the nicest big guy you'll ever meet. I really, I would like him to win it because it would kind of give him a bit of platform that he's not just part of sanity. He is. It could be a standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, probably will win it. It'll be EC three. EC three. And how about you, Sarah? Well, I agree. I would love uh, Killian Dane to win. Obviously, see when he got punted out of the tag team title match mm-hmm. in favor of, of favor of Eric. That's when you thought that he was going to go for that singles run. Mm-hmm. And Nicky was obviously going to try and take the women's one, so I would love him to win. But I honestly, my heart is—I actually think the Velveteen Dream is going to run away with us. Oh. That's my pick. 
interesting. And how about you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm with Sarah. Dream to win, but I would love Kelly and Dane to win. The only downside I would pick to Dane winning was that it would keep my NXT that bit longer. And I want to see him go up on the Monday or Tuesday. Interesting there. With Sanity, so I wouldn't like to see I wouldn't like to see him win for that reason. But if they yeah. are if they are so keep sell, there, you would selfishly want him to lose for that sake, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> you do love him though, really. <laughs> I, don't, don't don't tell him that you'll smash me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Stephen? Uh, dream for me on both of them. I think he okay. would be brilliant. Stephen's dreaming tonight. And how about you, James? <laughs> I'd like to see either Demo or Dream win, but I think EC3 is going to get the title to give it that bit of sort of, you know, almost corporate kind of like uh, legitimacy where he holds it and he's like, yeah, I'm proud, I've got the belt. If you put it on if you put it on Dream, he'll probably treat it with a bit of disdain. If you put it on uh, Big Demo, he'll be like, it's just a belt. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if none of you said that on Cole. Nah, nah like too obvious. Been... Interesting. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll, okay, now who I want to win, I would love uh, Kelly Dane, Big Demo to win, but who I think will win is Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm going for the obvious one. Yeah, that, that, that is an obvious choice. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going for the favourite. That's always the rule in the horses. Bet on the favourite. Um, <laughs> Do you know, so- I would have actually agreed with you on Adam Cole if Bobby Fish was still kicking Yeah, about, kicking oh, definitely. About. Uh, I'm sure Undisputed Era will find a trick up their sleeve somehow. You know, the way they are. They will. Um, so, moving on. And it comes to the point where I get to say it's between Andrade Cianamas <laughs> and Alistair Black. Obviously, uh, Almas is flanked with his business ad- associate or advisor, Selena Vega. And um, What have you guys thought of the lead-up to the match? And I'll throw this open to everyone, really. It's been amazing. I've absolutely loved every part of it, especially uh, unexpectedly, Almas getting the upper hand almost every time. Mm-hmm. But which does lead me to believe that he's he's going to win. I think everyone seems to think that Alistair Black's going to win. I kind of think that uh, Andrade saying Almas is going to keep it. Mm-hmm. That sort of seems what's going to happen. But this is a match where it's 50-50 completely. The only thing I keep thinking back to is, does anybody remember the match was Alistair Black against Almas before the titles and Alistair Black pretty much squashed them? Oh yeah. True. I, I keep thinking back to that and going, why does they have to remember this? <laughs> it was like three kicks and then a fade to black and that was it done. Look at Jinder. Jinder's made a career out of it. He squashed by Finn Balor and then got a tail shot. <laughs> I am so hey, glad that David's not on this podcast. I know, David's not on the podcast. Let's, let's have a day where we actually speak highly on gender, please. <laughs> nah. 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 Okay, just don't rant for 10 minutes about it, as we only have half an hour, but I'm sure I'm going over that anyway. Um, so, um, anyone else got anything to check on on the lead up to the match? Um, I think, I we... Well, Alistair Black, you know, his, his whole character he's got just now with being not very talkative, but he'll say the odd thing and mean it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way that they build him up to be this kind of dark character and they never really stray from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and One line he did say that I loved was during the contract signing with Selena Vega. He got down and crossed his legs and said, oh my God. get down to your level. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I Brilliant. love that. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely great. And obviously with the contract signing, 
it did lead to Candice LeRae coming out and obviously uh, chasing Selena Vega like she's been <laughs> doing since um, uh, since Takeover back when uh, Almas and Gargano had uh, a match. Would we see uh, Candice LeRae play a part in eliminating Vega? Will we see Vega play a part in the match? What do you all think? I'll just throw this open. It's hard for Candice LeRae because obviously the Gargano matches later mm-hmm. on, she might get involved in that. So if that match wasn't there, mm-hmm. definitely. But I'm not sure because of that Gargano Champa match. Yeah, I gave you that. Like Sarah, you're obviously bigly invested in the whole Gargano Champa. Do you think <laughs> that Candice LeRae will play any part? No, I mean, obviously you might see just like a wee cheeky appearance, but she won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you'll see Zelina doing, obviously doing a wee cheeky head scissors when the, the referee's back is turned. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Candice will actually touch her this time. She she might obviously just like come and mock her or something, but I don't think she'll do anything too heavy because obviously she will be around for Johnny's match. Yeah. And, I think it takes away the surprise factor if you have her turn up in that match and then turn up later on. Mm-hmm. They can't. Mm-hmm. They can't act surprised by her turning up for any any other reason. If you've got in two matches beforehand, mm-hmm. or whatever that is, I don't. I don't see Chancellor turn up in the the Barstow Black match. I think maybe she'll try and do uh, Vega will try and do something to Barstow Black, and he'll do something like handcuff at a ring post or. <laughs> Because she has so little, I mean, you could put her in a Tesco bag. <laughs> hang it for That's her stuff. Back for life for a 5p one. <laughs> New, New Orleans Tesco. <laughs> you're going, she's engaged to Austin Aries, and you go, that's a little couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they get married, they can stand on top of the cake. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Getting children, children suits. <laughs> Ryan, are you going to DJ that wedding then? <laughs> Mate, listen, if they give me a shout, that'll be fine. I'll turn up for that. Oh, yeah, just a cheap plug. Ryan Galker <laughs> is available for wedding DJ. Whenever, whenever you want. Whenever he you can't want. guarantee they won't end like a WWE style re- uh, wedding, but he'll do his best. <laughs> I, I, uh, I can try, yes. <laughs> okay, so on that note, like. Um, I have loved the build up to it. Uh, I did like uh, last week's take, uh, take not take over, NXT with uh, Almas beating up uh, Alistair uh, backstage, even using a water the water cooler to to <laughs> to to try and drown him for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, such a heel tactic now. Um, um, it's something that our regular panelist Ross McLeod would have been proud of is asked for different weapons in a uh, hardcore match so uh, oh the gun the gun yeah <laughs> I don't want to say it live but there you go um, so I'm just going to ask everyone who do you think will win who do you want to win this time I'm going to start off with James I would like to see Alistair Black win as I think it'd be good for him to get the recognition for being such a solid performer mm-hmm. I think it seems more likely he'll get called up and Andrade and Almas is going to keep the title because it doesn't seem likely that they're going to move him up yet, especially with the language barrier needing uh, Zelina Vega as his manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting you're saying that because obviously won three NXT awards last year and that's kind of been the basis of uh, Almas's heat towards Alistair Black. The fact that Almas uh, didn't win anything but Black came away with three awards, including Male Superstar of the Year. So, mm. interesting. Yeah. 
he's kind of already peaked, in my opinion, in NXT. You think so already, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, that one. Um, I'm going to come to you now, Stephen. Who do you want to win? Who do you think will win? Uh, again, I'm going to go with a double on them. I think Black for both, as I think he is due a feud with EC3. Oh. I think that's going to be in the future. EC3 is going to go right up there and take the 1% straight to the title. <laughs> Stats is not with David thing, but well done on that one. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and Strack? I think Alistair Black for the win, um, and hopefully he will actually win it. Because Almas, they kind of need somebody for the, the US title picture because they put Orton in there just to kind of beef it up. Mm-hmm. Because... The, like, there's certain guys like Alistair Black doesn't need to go to the main roster right now because there's no really anywhere for him to fit to make mm-hmm. him suitable yeah. so keep him in NXT mm-hmm. just now hold him back a bit but Almas you could put him in either a con- Intercontinental or the US title picture as a mid card the new and mm-hmm. then build him for there interesting one there um, and Sarah no I, I completely agree so I, I want Alistair to win and I think he will win because even though he's ready for that call-up, there's nowhere to actually put him just now. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, unless you just sort of have him randomly popping up and scaring people. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I, I would be freaked out if he appeared in the ring in front of me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> having this, so I'll, off I go. Um, so, and it's just it's to get that recognition. Obviously, I do agree, you can put Andrade into the mid-card picture and it would be just fine. It would seem fitting, it would seem... Obviously, uh, that's believable. I remember he was featured in the Royal Rumble this year and did get that huge pop. I did um, love that. Him and uh, Adam Cole, baby, uh, were the two NXTers that did show up and he did get a massive pop. So um, it is a sign that um, main roster is ready for him. In fact, they're ready for both, really. Um, I'm coming to you, Ryan, finally. Can I be honest with you? I have no opinion on either that I'm 100% convinced about. I have conflicting interests in both of them. Mm-hmm. I think Alistair Black, I, I think he probably will win it because mm-hmm. I, do, I don't see them giving away that undefeated streak that he's got going at such, mm-hmm. a, big, at such a big stage. At the same time, I do think what we've said before, he is ready to go up. But then you counteract that and you think, Almas, is he ready to go up? Probably. Mm-hmm. So so who's who's the next guy to push? If either of them lose, what do they do in NXT for the rest mm-hmm. for the next few months? It's, yeah, it's... obviously I forgot that Alistair Black is undefeated in singles competition mm-hmm. on one on one. so yeah, that maybe that could be something that they're gonna play on, so it's well brought up there, Ryan. Yep. Um, I'll be honest, folks. I am so on the face of this one, and it's purely because I like them both. I have no clue. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna. I, I hate being on the fence, but I, I just can't pick between them. And and I think that's that's why I'm so excited for this match. It's because I just can't pick them. I really can't. And that's from both questions. There you go, eh? Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to take myself off the fence and move on to the next match because the next match uh, is the NXT Women's Championship match it's between Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler they have obviously uh, had a fight uh, they have obviously met each other at the previous takeover in Philadelphia just before the Royal Rumble 
just want to talk and open up the part, uh, the discussion first of all. What have you all thought of Baszler's destruction run in NXT so far? I personally think she should continue that sort of conquest. I, I can't. I'm jumping the gun a bit here, but like this is a this is a no this is a no contest for me. I think Baszler definitely has to come away with this with the uh, with the belt. Mm-hmm. I think she has shown the kind of ferocity that we only really got from Nikki Cross mm-hmm. and Ember Moon's too nice, really. Mm. Especially such a gritty brand like NXT. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyone else got any views on her run so far? Anybody else completely bored by both of them? Yes, yes. Kind of a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it. But... Just wow. thought, I, I thought somebody's got to say it and I would. I'm bored by both of them. It makes, uh, well, it makes Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax feud look like the headline for WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I don't like Ember Moon's run because she's yet to really, in my opinion, give a convincing promo. She had a good matches, but she's yet to show any like real personality. Shayna Baszler is obviously quite like green, but it'd be good if she didn't have such a terrible catchphrase, which is what tap, nap, or snap, which is terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. I hate it. That was going to be the next next question, so <laughs> it could be like a two-parter because you raised it like that, James. Like my next part of the question was: Has Ember Moon had a good uh, run of the title since winning that at War Games? She's been injured for about sixty percent yet. <laughs> Yeah, it's been terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. The feud is just so. It's just nothing to it. I don't yeah. think it's been. I don't think it's been well done at all. It's a rare miss for my next team. Interesting one there. So that's that's a thing. Like, um, I'm gonna ask now. Who <laughs> I'm gonna move swiftly on from this one because it seems uh, <laughs> we don't have much of a buy-in unless somebody wants to raise something. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh. D- double DQ. Double DQ. Yep, so Ryan, uh, who do you want to win and who do you think will win? I think Basil's going to win it. Um, and I would probably say that I want her to win it as well because I think they need to do something different with Ember Moon because she doesn't really feel like a champion just now. Okay. She just seems like somebody who's floating about with a belt on her but not really doing much. How about you, Sarah? No, I completely agree. I mean, like, there's been some times that I've been thinking, yeah, Ember Moon competitor-wise, is ready to move to the likes of SmackDown and join the women's division there. Like, I would mm-hmm. love to see her in a match with Becky Lynch. Interesting. Um, but I honestly, I am completely bored with this. I don't usually get bored when it comes to the women's matches. I'm all for the women's matches. But I'm so bored. It's like, I actually fast-forward <laughs> through NXT when it's those segments. I'm like, I couldn't care less about this. Wow. <laughs> um, Can't wait for an NXT podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, it's only whole, that one part, it's fine. Yeah, I hope Uncle Paul is listening to this. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it can maybe take something away from this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Strat, how about you? Um, who I think will win will be Ember Moon. Who I want to win, uh, Carrie Sane. <laughs> I like that one there. The um, only entertaining female wrestler on NXT right now, to me, in my opinion, she's the only entertaining one. Well, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay is quite good. They're good. Uh, Nikki Nikki's good. I Nikki. Nikki is good, but they've not really done much with her lately. And they should. Yeah, that's exactly that. I'm I'm upset that she's not in the picture really. Yeah. Uh, she should she she should be a champion by now or called up. But they seem to have just forgot about her. 
in yeah, the last since, rounded. Since that war division. games, they've kind of forgotten about Nicky Cross, I would say. It's like, well, he yeah. is a title match to two of the most boring women on the roster. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move on to you now, James. <laughs> I would like Shayna Baszler to win. Um, it seems unlikely she will, but nah, um, with the UFC stuff, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, the, yeah, I want her to win and I think she will win. I've changed my mind. I think she's going to win. Interesting there. And Stephen? I think Shayna will win, but I want a Carmella cash-in. <laughs> <laughs> it did say any brand. Is that is that punch or back to NXT? I'm all for that as well. <laughs> for days, for days. Um, on this one, um, okay, uh, selfishly because I'm I'm actually personally a big Ember Moon fan. I do like her story behind like trying to get onto NXT and stuff like that. I do think she is a great wrestler. She hasn't had the best championship run, which is disappointing. Um, so I would want Baszler to win, and I think she will win. And it's purely selfishly because I want Ember to move on to SmackDown. There we go. I said it there. So now we move on to <laughs> onto the match. Some may say this is the point where you look up your tissues because <laughs> this is where it gets upsetting. Yes. We talk about Johnny Gargano versus Saint Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> In an unsanctioned match. Get yourselves together. <laughs> Can I be honest here? I uh-huh. have never been more excited for a match. I'm oh, glad I thought you were going to say something. Oh, no, no. 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 You're there. It's going to be off the chain. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the stipulation in this unsanctioned match is, is that Gargano it doesn't have an NXT contract at the moment. If he wins, he will be reinstated into NXT. But if Champa wins, Gargano will be banned from NXT, banished, good, sayonara. Sierra threw in a bit of Italian in there. I don't know if it's Italian, but there you go. I think it is. Um, so, uh, obviously, it all started off at the betrayal at TakeOver Chicago. Sarah, I'm coming to you first. It's because you know I cried at this. <laughs> it's, it's to give you time to recover after it. Oh, don't I? Actually, I went to tweet him. I was like, I'm going to cry myself to sleep, so thanks. <laughs> Obviously, DIY just uh, came up short against the AOP. Uh, they, they walk up the ramp, they have the watermark, and then bang. Talk me through it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most heartbreaking Reenacting dramatization. <laughs> this is actually really painful to even think back to. <laughs> Folks, I am available for group therapy session after this. <laughs> You're not very good, just sitting there off again. <laughs> you you got to bring people down before you bring them back up, that's the method. <laughs> I'm going to sit and cry in the corner now, thanks. Oh no, oh no, oh no. So, it still hurts. <laughs> it, still, it still hurts, obviously. Best friends, been through everything together, and then he, he just... Slams him, he slams him into the early deep you're like, no, no, why would you do that? So he's your best buddy, he took a ladder in the face for you. And at that moment, like when I, I saw a promo of that uh, just yesterday, and that promo, it actually hurt me a bit just to see that. Just exactly. To, just, just the look in the face, the take. 
sniper shot to the face for your pal, and then he just went, oh no, I'm sack this, I'm leaving, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then did that watermark moment. Uh, to the rest of you guys, what, <laughs> what were your thoughts during that moment, that iconic moment? Uh, I didn't see it coming, but it was very surprising, especially for him to brutalise him the way he did when it was obvious he was quite hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of these feuds that, like, I don't know, it's, it's almost as if, you know, remember that fan who cries and he's like, it's still real to me, damn it! Like, <laughs> definitely evoking the same sort of feelings in most of like, the fans. And uh, I think it deserves last place on the card, as I assume it will get. Yeah. Definitely the main event, and I've not been excited for a match since well, since War Games, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. Not even that long ago, but you know, I sure. think it will be. I think it will be last because there's an iconic moment coming in the way of who wins or loses. There's going to be an iconic moment, whether it's Gargano getting hugged by Larry or Champa doing the whole waving with the crutch thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And... Champa's and... use of Twitter's been amazing. I know. Oh, it's been so good. Is it just me that's seen this coming? Yeah, they, they planted the seeds in the Cruiserweight Classic. Because you've yeah. you, you seen a couple of times after matches where Champa was almost rotten to kind of hug him, then they hugged him, and you're like, ah, they're fine, they're fine. But if you think back to it, it was coming. Mm-hmm. But not after the watermark. The watermark is the, that's <laughs> it. It's <laughs> over. Like, you can now go to the toilet that you've been holding in for the past 15 minutes. That's, 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 it. that's it over. Uh, so and you can finally breathe. Mm hmm. There should be a watermark for the watermark just to let you know it's definitely <laughs> finished. I'm just glad Booker T wasn't there. He's tripping anybody up. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. Like, obviously, from that, uh, Champa did have an injury, but it didn't stop the whole thing brewing up. You obviously have Champa costing Gargano his attempts at the NXT Championship. Uh, to win and gain the championship and also costing him in his contract in NXT as well. So two big things that he's taken away from Gargano. Is there more the Sicilian Nightmare can take from Gargano? He's already or... ruined his wedding pictures. <laughs> that, 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 that is true. The, the thing I love about those wedding pictures that be released is almost identical to the crutch uh, picture with him waving. It just it just needs somebody to Photoshop the crutch onto the wedding photo, and that's a complete. Well, there you go. That's your next job, Paco. I'll get it done, <laughs> and, and I shall tweet it at Suplex Retweet. So keep an eye out for that one. Um, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like I just want to see, has anyone got anything else they would like to add to this? Like something that they've that they loved from the build up to this. Uh, nope. The crowd was chanting things, words that I can't really say at Champa. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never seen one man get so much hate for quite a while. Yeah. You've not been watching. You've not been watching Raw recently. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 two, two words: Roman Reigns. <laughs> I thought you were, how dare you talk bad about Goldust like that? <laughs> he has been getting that nuclear heat uh, recently, Champa, especially with the ripping up of the fans' posters with the emoji of Gargano and stuff like that. But yeah. it's, it's just been brilliant. Let's, let's be honest, it's been brilliant, hasn't it? It has. Did you see Gargano's tweet? 
It was like signed two dollars, NXT ticket twenty five dollars. Yes. Punching Tampa in the face, <laughs> priceless. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So you, there you go. Even the babyface has started to tweet about like a heel and the fact that he's rebelling against them. That's the thing I'm loving about this whole thing. It's brilliant. It's, I, I, one thing I can guarantee is going to be an amazing match. It'll oh, be the yeah. match of the night. Hundred percent. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, on that note, I'm going to move on to probably the hardest time I'm going to answer this question <laughs> and I'm going to be mean and I'm going to start off with you Sarah why who do you want to win who do you think will win to be honest I want Johnny to move up to the main roster I really do um, so obviously as much as I would want him to win mm-hmm. I think Champa is going to take this away or probably smack him in the face with a crutch Does or else... smack him in the face with a ladder anybody else think Sarah's sitting there in tears right now <laughs> I'm trying to hide it as best I can. It, it's still like hard. Like an old DIY. To <laughs> hug, just hug it out. I need a hug right now, I really do. Oh, uh, virtual hug over to you, Sarah. And to anybody else that's listening and it feels the same way that Sarah is right now. Quackerachi's <laughs> <laughs> counselling session is officially open as of now. <laughs> Uh, find me at Mr. Quacker Angie if you can spell my name. Uh, Ryan, I'm gonna move on to you. <laughs> Does anybody see anything other than Champa winning this match? No, no, no. Really? no. <laughs> because it would just completely ruin the full thing if Gargano won it, got reinstated, and then they just went separate ways on NXT together. I'll, Actually, I like how you're all trying to take yourself out of denial in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what would be good? Right. If Gargano won and Champa uh, was like, well, you know what? He's got his job back, but I can no longer be around that disgrace, whatever. He leaves and he moves up. Ooh. Ooh. So he's, Ooh. he's you know, essentially taking his ball and. Taking his curveball and going home. <laughs> See, as as we found out, I've been forgetting to ask you. As we found out this week, uh, our resident mad scientist James Murphy is also the king of heel turns. Do you see a heel <laughs> turn in this match? Turns are done here. I've, you've actually not mentioned a heel turn this entire time. I know. Well, you said um, you said there'd be heel turns. Y- well, you know, you can see Pete Dunne. You could see, I don't know, Pete Dunn. Not yeah, a heel turn, but he has no answer. You could see, you could <laughs> got see him fat. <laughs> you could see him battering Roderick Strong. Uh, I don't know. You could see. No, it's quite a clear cut heel versus face dynamic for this NXT. Yeah. There's not a lot of opportunities for turns, as opposed to media. Strack, you had something you were going to say there? Well, you're saying about heel turns. What if Gargano wins? Tampa goes to shake his hand to kind of bury the hatchet and Gorgano turns heel. Why are you mm. going to break my heart? But how funny would that be? It would be, no. Johnny Gargano then hits him with a crutch and then Johnny Gargano starts waving with the crutch. Smack him in the face with a ladder. Can I just say, see if I see a heel turn, I think it's going to be Candice LeRae oh. helping out Tampa. <gasps> oh no, <gasps> no. Can I say that? Oh, we're going all WWE affairs. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to say that and I'm going to leave it out there. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong, but I think if there's going to be a heel turn, that's going to be it. Interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah. 
Do ah, a thing. See, see? I don't even want though to. Hurts, even though it hurts, you're warming up to it. <laughs> just, uh, just well, go... It reminds me of Trish and Christian, so... <laughs> just go back oh, a little bit. Oh, Trish and Jericho, aye. Can we see any, any anybody interfering in the other match? Anybody that's not in it, but a new face? Mm, just saying. I don't, I don't know. Jeez, Maybe so. one of our, yeah, one of our... Mm-hmm. Uh, Predicted indie wrestlers coming up to NXT could get involved. Who knows? Mm. Joe Coffey just comes in, batters everyone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sean Callahan in a baseball bat. Two <laughs> 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 people with chairs on their face, then just smash them. Like forget, about, forget about that. The Undertaker shows up and John Cena's like, Too early, mate. That could be one uh, that's fine. Um, it, it could go in, so that's fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm in charge. I make the rules. I, I'm, I'm chairing the debate, so I'll go with it for now. So don't you worry about that. So that was quite interesting chairing that today. <laughs> I'll quite... offer you a given half an hour, and we've been on for an hour. I know. <laughs> Worth it. Such as life. By the way, I'm sure you've all had enough from me. And I'd like to thank you all for listening in, listening in. Make sure you keep yourself followed on Suplex Retweet. This is the penultimate show in a WrestleMania week. So at the moment, we've just turned off the motorway and we're heading to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, also known as the Silverdome. The Silverdome will live on. I have been your host, Quackeraji. A huge thank you to my panelists, Ryan Galker. Welcome. Sarah Grieve. Thank you. Strat. Good night. James Murphy. Thanks very much. Steven Wilson. Sorry for swearing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast. I'll do what I want. I don't use that line very often. <laughs> well, we will soon, don't you worry. And as I say, I've been Quackaraji. Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you have a great WrestleMania weekend. We'll see you on Monday when we talk about hopefully all of us will be awake but some of us that will be awake because it'll be 5am by the time Wrestlemania finishes over in Glasgow hopefully we'll be all awake we will be reviewing uh, what happened throughout the weekend Raw's back down after Wrestlemania is always the big event make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes if you're on an iPhone or on Anchor FM or other podcasting sites if you use Android anyway that's about enough from me. Thank you to my panelists. Thank you all. Keep safe and good night.